This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hi, my name is Steve. You're listening to Bible Toolbox. Who is God's friend? In the entire Bible, uh, if I had to ask you who was God's friend, what would you tell me? Would, is there a person like that? Okay. Well, I came to the conclusion that there is a person uh, that all the major religions respect. Okay. Abraham is considered a prophet by the Muslims, considered a patriarch and a founder of the Jewish nation by the Jews. And for the Christians, it's the father of faith who hold him in very high regard. He was also someone else, too. Second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 7, this is what the writer says. Do you not, our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people, Israel, and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? So historically, right from Second Chronicles, right from the kings and the foundation of Israel, Abraham was recognized as God's friend. In Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 8, this is what the prophet says. But you, Israel, are my servant, Jacob, who I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. Wow. In two different passages of Scripture by two different writers, Abraham is considered a friend of God. Wow. As the, as the gospel spread throughout the, the, uh, the new, during the first century, it could not fail the drawing, it could not fail recognizing even who Abraham was. Okay, so we have to understand Abraham was a massive figure, an important figure in the Old Testament who was called a friend of God. Okay, God chose to be his friend. God chose the Israelites to be his nation, whom he protected, okay? He, called, he talked about the seed of my servant Abraham, my friend. The spiritual seed of Abraham, being us, the believers in Christ, are precious, okay? And we have, and we have to understand that we come from that kind of heritage. Abraham stepped out in faith, okay? He stepped out in faith. In John fifteen fifteen, the apostle John says, I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends, for everything that I learned from my Father, I have been made known to you. Here's the distinction here between a servant and a friend. We don't always call ourselves a friend of Christ, okay? But these men who'd been with Jesus for three and a half years— hearing him teach, seeing his miracles, following everywhere he went, they heard and saw things nobody else did. They heard and saw things nobody else did. Now, they didn't always understand what Christ was getting at. In fact, in several times in any of the Gospels, you'll see that Jesus had to explain to them what he was doing. But what happened here? Can not rich people go to heaven anymore? Uh, They were confused. Okay, They were servants. They were following. They would do whatever Jesus told them to do. And that's fine. And this is what we have to do today. We do God's will as a servant. 
But Jesus said, wait a minute here. You now know, have seen, I've revealed truth to you. I've revealed the purpose of my mission to you. You now understand why I came into the world. So now there's an extra status being afforded to the disciples. You're no longer my servants. You're my friends because I have revealed everything to you. I have given everything you need to know about God, about salvation, and who I am. You know who I am now. So despite his flaws and mistakes, Abraham was considered by God to be his friend. Abraham wasn't perfect. If you read the Old Testament, when God made a promise, I will make you the father of many nations. He did kind of believe that was going to come about, but since his wife Sarah was old, he kind of hedged his bets with his maidservants, okay? He kind of hedged his bet. So they, Abraham was flawed, and he was tempted just like any other man, and yet God considered, still considered him a friend. Wow. First John chapter 3, first two verses. John again talks about this. See what kind of love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he is. There's a promise here. There's a promise here. John is saying, listen, some things are not quite clear to us, okay? Some things are not still not quite clear to us, but we have faith because we are now children of God. Servants, friend, children. Servants, friend, children. Now, I'm not friends with my children, okay? I'm not friends with my children. Um, as a father, you have to be dis you have to discipline. As a father, you have to pick them up when they fall. As a father, you have to guide them. You have to try and provide some wisdom. I can remember when I was growing up, I was a very rebellious teenager, very rebellious teenager. You know, when I was 14, I thought I had the stupidest father on earth. There wasn't any other guy that I knew that was dumber than my father. He was saying, Stephen, clean up your room. Stephen, have you done your homework? Stephen, do this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where are you going? Who are you going to be with? What time are you coming back? What are you going to be doing? I'm like, I can take care of myself. I'm 14. I'm not stupid. But, you know, dad was like, uh. Oh. So I thought, oh, no. I didn't listen to much what he said. Then when I was 16, I did, but was amazed to find out how much my father had learned in two years because I realized I made some mistakes, big mistakes. I made them, not him, and because I did not follow his wisdom or advice. So as children, yes, we're going to be disciplined. As children, there are going to be things God the Father is going to try to reveal to us despite our rebellion, okay? But we have, you have to understand this also. We are God's friend. Like Abraham, who was flawed and tempted, we also are flawed and attempted, but he was still considered a friend by God. Wow. You also have to understand here that we must understand that God took the initiative in this friendship. Today, we seek God because we were sought by God himself. God revealed himself and the purpose of his divine grace to Abraham. 
Okay? In Acts chapter 7, Stephen had this to say. Brothers and sisters, hear me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was still in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran, and said to him, Go out from your land and from your kindred and go into the land I will show you. Wow. Go into the land I will show you. You know, there was no map here. Okay, Abraham did not have the resources that God was demanding of him. Abraham didn't have a Bible. Abraham didn't have a church or congregation around him of believers to help. Abraham didn't have a map. Abraham didn't know where God was going to take him. He just had to step out in faith. Today, we have all the spiritual resources we need to step out in faith. Okay? We have the Word of God, which never changes and has not changed since it was written. We have churches and fellow believers who will help us along the way. We have the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will give us the wisdom we need to solve every problem and still walk in faith. We have all the resources to ask God's forgiveness, and we are assured He will forgive us. We are assured that if we approach the throne of grace with repentance in our heart, he will forgive us and he will not remember our sins anymore. The slate has been wiped clean. There's a second part to this uh, particular broadcast, Who is God's Friend? And I hope you'll join me for the next one. My name is Steve. Thank you so much for listening. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit. 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.